Welcome to Church Jams Now, the podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds deep dive into Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. I, of course, am your co-host, Kylan Savage. With me, as always, is Mr. TJ Smith. How's it going, man? You caught me watching my favorite Japanese anime from the early 2000s. <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for it. Oh, what is it? Trigun? No, it's called... Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Fooly Cooly. Bleach? Yep, that's it. Oh, perfect. All right, and we have beautiful <laughs> producer Josh. Hello, old friends. <laughs> that's good. Nice. Oh, nice. you guys are doing good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we've been doing this for a hot second. Uh, and that voice you heard, of course, is our amazing guest this week. We have, from the band Bleach, we have Davey Basinger. Hey, Davey. Right. How's it going? Hey, what's up, fellas? We're so excited. This Welcome. has been... A, a a long time coming. We've been very excited about this for quite a while. Well, I'm, st- I'm stoked to do it, too. I'm glad we made it work. Yes, I, yeah, I, I am very excited. So, I want to know a little bit about who are you? Why why Who's are you David? on our show? I am one of 7 billion, what is it, 8 billion now humans that exist so. on this Something planet. Something like that, yeah. Currently. So, that's me. And I'm glad to be here. I'm really happy to be here. to this moment here. We so appreciate it. It did. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about a Bleach album, but before we get into that, I always want to start out the podcast with origin stories. I'm I'm fascinated with origin stories. So, you know, our show is specifically about Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. Bleach was very obviously a huge part of that. Uh, but I want to maybe rewind a little bit and get some context as to who you are as a person, as a musician, as one of the these eight billion humans on this planet. Yeah. And maybe like what let you led you to the point where you did, you know, yeah. everything that we know of as bleach. Yeah. So like like what is your con like what what music did you grow up listening to and how did you get into Christian music? Yeah, so um, so I grew up in a house. I got, there's a uh, five of us, five kids, and we always had like uh, we had a ton of kids staying at our like my mom babysat kids, so there was just always a ton of kids around. So that's kind of grew up in Indiana. It was always a party. Like in the summer, there could have been like twenty kids because the the wow. kids she babysat all of us, and then like my cousins, and then all the and then you got that many kids together, and then the neighborhood kids come in too. So it's like water balloon fights and madness. It's funny because I look back, I don't really remember listening to much music. Like my my brother was, my older brother was in a metal band called Diamond Heart, which sounds like perfect. I say metal. Nice. It was like hair metal. Not metal it metal sounded metal. like yeah, a hair metal. Yeah, it sounds band. like a hair metal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess I didn't have to say that after I said Diamond Heart. <laughs> and the, you know, <laughs> the letters were all pointy and all that. I mean, it was like, looked like Sick. Van Halen, you know. He did like, a couple, he did. I think he only did like two shows that I remember, but I was kind of fascinated with that and watched MTV, you know, when I could sneak it. I, I, my parents really weren't like they were very, I mean, they were Christian parents and they were really serious about that, but they were never like really like they let me cut my hair how I wanted to cut it. They weren't as long as I wasn't like damaging myself or doing something that was really bad for me they were pretty cool, you know? So I watched that. I mean, and it kind of got me stoked about music, I think. And then 
my mom list did listen to the Beach Boys. So nice. That I think that's like a huge influence for me from the earliest age. Yeah, I I, can, I just was infatuated with it. I can remember like even when I was this you guys will love this being like kind of gear nerds but like even when i was like a kid i i i would like get uh like my brother's uh radio like cassette player and then i'd have another one and i would like i figured out how to link them together so i would like record stuff back and forth like by the on cassette tapes so like like i would record a guitar and a vocal and, and then i would put it in the play tape and then hit record on it and i would just keep doing that Hmm, layering stuff i would do that and like i mean by the end of it it would just sound like all all you could hear is like just a (laughs) and barely like the hiss of the tape and then barely hear some (laughs) something underneath yeah so i was always infatuated taking things apart and seeing how things worked yeah and i even had like a radio station it was that i made up where i did the dj i was the dj i was also this is like eight years old i was the right. dj i was like the <laughs> artist and did the commercials too oh, that's like nice. the jingles i did that so too was... except well i i guess this kind of makes sense in context i did the same thing but i did a talk show that's as, awesome <laughs> as like an eight-year-old on cassette tape doing commercials and everything that's so funny yeah it was uh I think my my radio station my radio station I don't think I know it was fart radio F A R T <laughs> fart radio <laughs> so like I just always love that stuff so as I got older like I started to pick up like me personally started pick I started to I like I, I my first guitar was literally after I saw um, Back to the Future the uh, originally this is dating me Whoa. but like I saw the, the original Back to the Future and I was like. Marty McFly has this giant half stack and he stands in front of it oh, and yeah. plays really loud. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I want that. And so I Sorry. went in the, went to the Sears catalog and like circled the yeah. harmony guitar with the combo amp. The amp showed up a lot, like about this <laughs> big. Like you know? Right. Right. <laughs> Pocket. Were size, you disappointed you know? when you yeah. like played that first chord and you didn't fly across the room? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't crank it all the way up. You know, on Christmas nice. Day, and every every knob was turned up, and just hit that first chord like I thought I was gonna. I didn't fly across the room, but <laughs> yeah, like lift off. Oh, I didn't break every single string on the guitar that day. Oh no, and short lived. Yeah, yeah, and so my parents, I'm like, I need some more strings, and they're like, Yeah, you're not taking this serious, and I'm like, No, I I'm taking this real yeah, serious. Say, the rest is history, yeah. man. Like if you're breaking the strings on the first yeah. day, like. So, hard. we've got yeah. we found a legend <laughs> an icon <laughs> i remember having my mom pose me for pictures you know like she like i, I like stand with my guitar and like a bandana on and so i got nice. i probably have some of those photos okay. buried but oh, i've always nice. been like into it i think when i got into high school i that guitar just sat sat for a while with no strings on it and then i took it apart and i think i pretty much destroyed it just taking it apart trying to figure out how it worked hmm. and then uh my buddy had like an acoustic, like a little acoustic guitar. And I, I picked it up and like, a, he had like a book. It's called, it was called Mel Bay, a Mel Bay book. Oh, and it basically yeah. is like this book that just shows you where to put your fingers mm-hmm. to make a chord. I had the Mel and Bay so book. I worked oh, on yeah. that. And did you have that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think I got that with my first guitar. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, I just like learned E and uh, A minor which are pretty much the same positions with your fingers. You just have to move them up a string mm-hmm. and uh, wrote my first song. 
So nice. I just, wow. a lot of people, I think a lot of guys in my, like a lot of other dudes that I kind of hung with were into guitar and drums, but they were like in it to like, especially the guitar players. Like one guy actually lived with me for a while, lived at, lived at my house growing up he played guitar and he was like so good like still so good like mm-hmm. play every metallica song perfectly you know like but i pick, i think i i know i picked it up to write music i didn't really pick it up to like Come play right. other like songs a virtuoso. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah to shred and i still can't shred but right. yeah Same. okay so not not to get like too into it so early but i am really curious so based on on, on a couple things that you have said you strike me as a tinkerer right so yeah, like you I said so. you you took the guitar part the cassette tapes and everything and i am pretty curious if that translates into songwriting for you like do you tinker with sort of taking song forms and song structure and like do, do you apply that to a lyrical sense as well Good question, Kylan. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, that's. I think. I think that's the the art of it. You know, it's like right. mm. to me, it's not. It's not as it perfect, but it's like how it's the process getting there. In a lot of a lot of ways, you know, it's like how did you get to that point? So yeah, definitely. I mean, there's tons of songs I can think of where it's like, yeah, that's how I, I made that song, or we got to that point mm-hmm. through a lot of different ways to get to that. You know. Right. And they they weren't always the best, but at least we at least we did it, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah and then that informs how you can get to other songs down the line because you've kind of tinkered your way through like a new method of writing a song. Right. Yeah. And I think that's that's it's like it feels like I mean I don't have to say this to you guys, but I mean you I'm sure you feel this way too, but like the state of Christian music at least today is not anything of what it was, you know. It's right it's very a lot of formula you know and so mm-hmm. like yeah. i think i like i always wanted to do something i think we wanted to do something that was different than the formula i mean there were inspirations like we i remember like listening to beatles records and being like how did they get that and like right. reading reading about it and being like oh they actually tried to go underwater with a microphone mm-hmm. well that's not going to work but how can we you know like what if we stuck this microphone in this like five in this like five gallon water t- water jug and what would it sound like you know so a lot of or like i remember feeling like you know that feeling whenever you have something uh like when you when you go like this i know i know people can't see this but like when you plug and unplug your ears mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i was like how do you how do you get that sound you know mm-hmm. so like swinging a mic Wait, trying right. to like do that oh, you know so or whatever right. just so right. and most of it never made it onto the record some of it some of it did but yeah but it's, but fun, yeah, it's like, more about yeah, the, the process. The process. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We're on the same page. Yeah. The process yeah. is so fun. So I, I'll tell you this real quick. Uh, I, and I don't want to spoil this, but we had originally talked about static, doing static mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. this podcast, going through that record. Right. This is a story from static. So I'm not, I know we're not doing that, that, so, that record. It's, fine. But it's, like, it's bonus content. Bonus yeah. Content, but, baby. <laughs> at the very beginning of the record, you hear this like, dun, 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 dun. It's like this weird kind of like at the beginning of the song static, you hear this weird sound. And what it is, is literally, you know, the gutter tubes that you put on the end of gutters, like those black tubes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we bought a bunch of those tubes, stuck them under the drums, 
and like suspended them so they would resonate with like wires with like fishing wire on Sorry. mic stands and then we actually cut them to pitch so at the, so when you hit a drum and <laughs> mic the end of them so it's like doom, doom. Doom. Oh, that's so like funny. a timpani you know? almost like yeah a, like a poor man's timpani but that took <laughs> way too much time and yeah. way too much money to like i'm literally three seconds you could probably do with a filter really easily right <laughs> but you did it organic but that's not as cool yeah it's yeah. like, not as fun yeah it's not <laughs> as red sweet so, that's so, that's so freaking cool i love that that's as as a fellow tinkerer i i highly resonate with with all of that and i think it's so Fun. rad okay i do want to know how american rock band bleach came about before we get into the record uh yeah. let, let's jump into that a little bit yeah so we went to the the band started like there was a couple guys in a band at a college that the college that I went to went to Kentucky mm-hmm. Christian University in Grayson, Kentucky. Like it's a, it's a uh, dry County, like small town, oh, yeah. small school. Is that the same one that audio adrenaline went to? It is. It's exactly, okay. Yeah. It's the same one. So, gotcha. So we went to school there and, uh, they were actually a few years before us. I met Sam and Matt, our star our guitar player and our drummer when I just, randomly i mean it's not you meet everybody so i met them fairly quickly i had been in a band and my roommate both were were, me and my roommate were from the same same uh hometown and we were gonna i was like man i don't want to do a band i want to focus it's funny even me say this but i was like i want to focus on school you know i want to get settled in and then maybe (laughs) next semester we'll start well like the first day of school i i broke my like hand like my wrist skateboard Oh, dang. And so, like, I couldn't do music. I couldn't play if I wanted to. And, but I had all this, like, kind of old, like, literally super old equipment in my dorm room. It was like a, this, uh, one of the first PAs that ever existed was a sure, I think it's called a sure vocal master, which is like these, you can probably look it up on a, like, like image search, but it's like these super tall, skinny boxes. Anyway, I, I had those all in my room and hooked up to my stereo again, just kind of tinkering, had it all set up and some dude walked by and he was a guitar player for, there's like two bands on campus. And he was like, he's like, dude, I see you got some stuff in here. Do you want to, you want to try out for our band? And I'm like, yeah, man, but I, you know, I got a broken, he wanted me to play guitar, which I would have never lasted in that <laughs> place. But I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, he was like, when you get that cast off, come try out. And I was like, okay. And this was like the second week of school. My roommate still, you know, we were going to start a band. He hadn't, to my defense, he hadn't really, didn't really play any instruments yet. You know, he was like <laughs> going to learn to play bass. He's an aspiring, yeah. aspiring future band member. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I met Sam and he was like, well, we're looking for a singer. And so I went and sat in a, a, on a couple of their practices and I just thought, man, this, this is a good band. Like, mm. and so they asked me to sing. So I, I sang for a couple and then. I think they, I think they were trying to figure out if they wanted me to do it or not, and then, mm-hmm. and then eventually they're like, "Yeah, let's do it." And so I think we did, we did one show. Then we had like our winter break, and I got mono. Oh my god! And like oh, literally, no. talk about like little moments in life. I got mono, and almost didn't go back to school. My my girlfriend at the time was like, "Don't go back. We'll go back together next semester. Just stay." And I called them like two weeks after and was like, Hey, I don't even know if I can come back. They're like, Oh yeah, come on back. 
So I, so I, I, just, I finally was like, I'll decide to go back. And you guys got to understand, like, this was before, like, it was easy to contact people. Right. Like, <laughs> literally, there wasn't really, like, you could email somebody, but they may check it once, once every three weeks right, or right, something. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's no guarantee. No cell phones. You know, you had we had dorm phones, but you know that you had to be be in the dorm to answer the phone. You know. Right. So I get back and I like pull up, and Sam is like literally. He's got flyers in his hand, band looking for a new singer, you know, and, uh, <laughs> oh, and, and I'm like, dude, I'm here. And he's like, he's like, I can throw the, he like, this is like a movie. He's like, well, I can throw these away. And he like threw them in the trash. <laughs> I was like, cool. That's so like, timing. like literally that one little decision, like, dude, I, I mean, I don't want to get too like crazy about it, but it like literally changed the course of yeah, my life. Yeah. Plus totally like bands that are here that I were on my record label that moved to Nashville. Yeah. There's probably five. No, you six. changed like lots and lots. It was like a very yeah, like yeah, a, a wedding, you know? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. So there was a lot of those like little moments that I'm like, even like the, like the band Sanctus real, like mm-hmm. that band, I don't know mm-hmm. that. We're, I mean, they probably, they might've done something. I don't know, but we kind of brought them to the record labels that we were yeah. on. And so it's a lot of, a lot of little weird things like that. Right. Hmm. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. That is super cool. So I okay, I, I want to get into as well. You know, we've we've talked to quite a few people on this show that have name checked you as like I don't know, you you seem to be this like champion. Yeah, like a mentor. Yeah, uh, like for, a figure for, in for people's younger bands journeys. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it's 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 really fun to now for us sort of be like another generation removed from that as like like yeah. Bleach fans and then fans of these other bands that all of these people speak so highly of you. Oh, that's cool, man. I don't know what I want to ask other than I think I just wanted to give you a compliment. <laughs> um, Dude, well, I, yeah. I think I it's just so that. cool. Like I, I don't know. I, I think that just speaks to like a specific ethos that we all resonate with of like, it just seems like, like you just seem like a really cool dude, which is why no, we wanted thanks. you on the show. Yeah. I mean, I think it does matter to have those people in your life, to have those people that are like trying to spur you on. They like see something in you. They can step in and maybe help you get from point A to point B or C or D that you might not know how to do on your own. And so you were kind of, I feel like what, what we've heard or, or, felt the 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 general implication is that you were almost like a pioneer or just like somebody to kind of help people along the way right and also you know you you had your own i'm sure opportunities to learn maybe through failure trial and error and and maybe sharing those lessons with with others because you're excited for them yeah like Sanctus Real, you br- you bring them up, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's so cool because they were a big band for me coming up and informed a lot of the stuff I did. So, like Kylan's saying, there's so many, <laughs> you know, like layers to this and and levels of being removed from it, but still your, you know, excitement and enthusiasm and care and passion have this massive impact. Do you feel like you're you're pretty connected to a lot of those folks that you? helped champion along the way or or has that kind of gone by the wayside no i think i mean you're more of a johnny appleseed type 
of like, here's some inspiration. <laughs> here's some inspiration. I'm going to go and on, I'm on, on the way. way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't mean to be that way if I am. You know, uh, I think there's a lot. I mean, like Pete, who played guitar in Sanctus and was in a band called Johnny Come Lately from California. Like, I've known that dude forever. Like, we still get breakfast every, like, every Monday. So, or, well, nice. we've, we've skipped a few Mondays, but, like, we still get breakfast and hang out and just talk, you know. But it's it's weird, man, because I feel like, like, I feel like I, I was going to school to be a pastor. And this is going to sound, I hope this doesn't sound too, I don't know, what it doesn't matter how it sounds. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you how I feel. <laughs> Go for it, man. But, like, I went to school to be a pastor, and, like, I never was a pastor in the sense of traditionally at a church. Mm. But I do feel like that's still in my soul. Like that, like, honestly, I feel like most pastors these days don't even look like pastors. They just look like celebrities or uh, famous people. But you had an actual ministry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess I I never thought of that. Right, right. Just like, just be a good dude, you know? Just like, like, love people. Exactly. Like, love people. That's exactly Mm -hmm. right. I think that's the key is like, love people. Just, and, and also like, engage. Like, Mm -hmm. like we are literally, we're here. Right. Like, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. We're having a conversation. Like, we exist. That, Mm -hmm. like, I, I mean, that blows my mind when I think about it. Like, I got the chance to exist. So what, like, it's a gift. Like if I'm kind, patient, you know, and I I actually care about other people, you know, have self-control, those things, like it makes my existence better. It also makes the people around me's existence better, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's like the most simple thing. And I wonder yeah. if part of the power of what we're calling your ministry is yeah. the very <laughs> fact that it didn't happen inside the walls of a building or under an organizational system or structure but because it yeah. was just kind of the outpouring of who you are as davy yeah maybe so i still feel uncomfortable with the word ministry but uh yeah yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah i know sure. that was yeah, no, that's, that's i think fine. no i'm with you it's though. a reach I, I, mean, <laughs> I think you're right i think no i think you're i think it's you know and plus i just like when i moved to nashville i thought like everybody on our record label were going to be best friends mm. like i thought oh like i'm signing to forefront records so there's audio adrenaline dc talk like we're all going to be right. going to parties together, hanging out. And I'm like, that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't you know, happen. <laughs> it wasn't real, you know? Uh-huh. And so like, even if you see it on a video, it's not like, right. you know? So I think I just was like, no, let's make that real. Let's yeah. do that. Yes. Let's yeah. really oh. do that. So I think that's I what I mean. That. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, obviously based on our upbringing, I, th- I think ministry seemed to be the best sort of like shorthand for that no, no, just, I know. This, just like a- outpouring of like yeah okay i i always say too is like all i want to do is like hang out and make cool shit with my friends like that's yeah, like yeah. like that's and and even with like friends i haven't met yet you know what i mean like right. yeah and it's just like Future a genuine friends. love for people and so okay at the risk of feeling too like gotcha podcasting which is is not yeah. my intent at all do, do you feel like that ever maybe got taken advantage of like that that specific worldview and the way that you operate no i mean here's the thing i've had people tell me that before i've had like you know i've had friends that are like dude you're you're just kind of the doormat and i'm like you're not a doormat if you choose to lay yourself down 
That's it. Oh, oh hell yeah. I love you know what I mean? Great. Like you're not like <laughs> I'm I know it's hard and I know it sucks sometimes. Those kind of things. And I I mean it could be anything, but like it's like, but I choose to be here. Like I could yeah. stand up and right. walk away at any moment. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You're keeping your agency in the whole process. Truth. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. remember that. You know, that's the key, I think, is you know, I and I'm curious too, man. I hate it, but I'm like people mm-hmm. are always teasing like making fun of me because I'll be sitting there talking to like a homeless guy or, or some random dude on at a gas station for like thirty minutes and they'll be like, dude, like what are you doing? And I'm like, it's like, for me, people, that's probably the most, that's probably the most curious I get is with people. Like, I'm just like, somebody says something. I mean, I mean, somebody could say, I don't know. I I mean, I can think I'm thinking of like tons of different examples, but like, I'll try to keep it short, but somebody say something that most people be like, how can I get away right now? How can I get out of here? And I'm like, (laughs) but it actually draws you in. Yeah. I'm like, Explain that to me a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, what do you say more about that? By that, you know, because it's like some of the stories you'll get are just unreal. Like, and you know what? Looking back, I bet your life was more enriched. Your, your horizons were broadened. And those people that are like, how can I get away? They missed out on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a gift ultimately to you. It is. It truly is. That person, you know? It's, it's truly a gift to me. You know, I mean, I, I remember talking to a homeless guy for like 30 minutes trying to ask him what he needed and like he's like he's like dude he's like i really but at the end he's like really i could just use a sleeping bag and i'm like okay yeah i'll get you a sleeping bag he's like i was like you don't have one it's like freezing cold out in nashville and he's like he's like yeah he goes like he's like there's some there's a mom and her eight-year-old that live in this that sleep in the same park that i do and i gave my he's like i i get they need it more than i did and I'm like, mm. dude, like I walk away, I walked away from that going, holy crap, like I want to be like that dude. That, that's right. amazing, you know, yeah. like that's real, you know. Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I mean, I, you're right. I think I get more enriched. I feel like I get more enriched than mm-hmm. other people. Oh, man. Okay. I just, uh, yeah, uh, I'm just, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Whoa, so excited. There, like, this is, <laughs> sorry. This is just like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know, Josh, TJ, and I have been friends for a very long time, and I think part of what has made us continue to be friends throughout, you know, lots of life changes and you know, almost twenty years at this point, like, is we all kind of share that ethos, and so like, like, yeah. Like Davy, I just want to give you a hug and be your best friend. Like, and that, <laughs> and that, and that speaks Let's to. Let's go. Like, I, I just think that's so rad. And we, I mean, we could get like super deep and philosophical and metaphysical about like just human nature and and just the the <laughs> the beauty of being enriched by interactions with other people. But instead, I think we're going to pass it off to Josh uh, to yeah. uh, because I <laughs> that's, okay, that's we can do that. Or we can talk about yeah, exactly, exactly. Music, you know? Yeah, let's yeah. talk about let's talk about some rock and roll, man. <laughs> let's okay. do that. And look, we can always have Davy on another time for the for the existential. That's true. Stuff. We could also just hang out with Davy, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I always yeah, yeah. say this, let's like, <laughs> like, like, it's true. If we could just hang out with the people that we've talked to, I wouldn't even have a podcast. Like, you know, it's 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 a social <laughs> construct at this point. In, yeah. in, in which to be able to like facilitate conversations uh, that I just want to have, 
And I think what we just talked about is the fact that we're all here for that. Yes, hundred percent. Let's go. So, so, you know, to to make sure that this podcast isn't five hours long, um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move it over to take it. This is always my favorite part. So, Davey, Josh is our resident research guy, and for every album that we talk about. Josh always does research on like streaming numbers and 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 charting numbers in context of, of of who the band is, and I always love having him do it when people that were directly involved in the project are here. <laughs> you can That's call me awesome out on stuff. That's wrong. No, I, I I love this because I I changed the I changed the album like last night. So you you yep. got to, you, sorry about that, Josh. Sweet. Yeah, on my toes. Yeah, yeah. they've no, talked about it. doing that live on the show before, which I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's not good radio, but <laughs> this is the no. next best thing to that. By the I way, guess. you guys are the most prepared podcast I've ever done. Like, oh, I really? I got <laughs> wow. I got a PDF. That's oh awesome. yeah, 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 man. We yeah, pro, yeah. pro level. We're, we're, we're trying. We're we're doing the whole like fake it till you make it thing, and we're just leaning into our skill sets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Josh, let's talk about this album. Yes. Give us some context about what we're talking about, who is the band, and Davey, please feel free to chime in with anything that Josh gets wrong. Tear him to shreds, man. <laughs> please do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we sold at least a million records on this one, so <laughs> let's go start with that. Right, yeah, there perfect. you go. Excellent. So, uh, Bleach the Band, I went a little easy on this because I'm like, Davey's going to be here, I don't need to introduce the band with him on it, but I will mention the band for this record is Davey on vocals mylon byers on guitar sam barnhart on guitar and vocals jerry morrison on bass and jared byers on drums am i doing good so far nailed it all right cool job, the record Josh. we're talking about today is farewell old friends which is bleach's sixth lp sixth and final lp it was released released march 1st of 2005 so it is 18 years old currently it was released on tooth and nail and it was produced by oren thornton from Johnny Q Public, I believe. Correct? Right. All right, cool. And he does have a fun... Cre- I love fun credits in the liner notes. It says uh, that Oren graciously played various instruments and had a lot of the good ideas, end quote. Oh, I love that. That's a I great know, credit. I love, I love stuff <laughs> like truth. that. Yep. Mm. Actually, I, I made it pretty brief. Uh, so that's all I've got for my research. But that's I good. am very curious because we were talking about like, okay, what are we going to talk about with you, Davey, what do you want to cover? And you, I want I want to hear from you why you picked this record because this is the last Bleach record, and you you told me some interesting things for why you want wanted to talk about that, and I want to hear a little bit more why you chose this record. Yeah, um, I think I chose it because you know, like our our last tour, we did a farewell tour, um, which was I'm so glad we did it. It was a great kind of ending um, to that, and then. And then we're like, we have one more record on Tooth and Nail on our contract. And I was like, I had already written a bunch of songs because hmm. I tend to write most most of my, I tend to write the most when I'm going through something, when life's kind of going through stuff, when I'm going through yeah. stuff with life. And so it was pretty much, I think probably eight of the songs, eight were at least in process, you know, being written eight or nine. Maybe While you were on that tour? Yeah, some of them I can remember. Like we did, we did a show with Is- a band called Isley. Oh yeah, and uh, a band called The Connotations. And I remember writing the song "Farewell with Friends" at that, like oh, wow. in the in the like wow. dressing room. 
Oh, that's so cool. So there's a lot of the, like a lot of that, like it was like the, you know, I, I had it, we had it there. So it was like, it was already done. It was like, let's just record it. So that's a big part of it. And, but being like, we broke up as a band, then we released one more record. Right. You know, there's no like promotion that goes with the, what are you going to promote? You know, the, right. yeah. it's like, it's like, here's a last offering basically like, mm-hmm. No, I was I was super fascinated by that. Yeah. Which was interesting because that's like it gave us so much freedom in writing mm, the record. Like yes. you'll wow, notice on yeah. that record there's like sections of the record where it's just like a it's like some, it's like our drummer's just on the hi hat for mm-hmm. for 40 seconds, you know, it's like mm-hmm. and it's just like and then it goes into another section of a song. We can talk about that in a minute, but like yeah. You know, we wouldn't have done that if we were like, oh, we got to, you know, we got to make it three minutes long right. or whatever. So there was a lot of a lot of freedom in recording the records. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. Plus, we never really talked about it because right. we didn't have anybody, you know, we were broke up. So, yeah, yeah, I think nice. it's really interesting to to consider the fact that an album has a different sort of quality or nature to it when, you know, it obviously is has it lived in y'all's minds, right? In, yeah. before it existed as recorded versions of the songs but then often you know most of the time albums also have like a live iteration and then they live in the minds of fans in the context of the live show right mm. and then this yeah. album didn't get that right so it was like it's yeah. it's this kind of weird new thing to to sort of sit with for you which is maybe really tough and maybe really challenging and and you know, forgive me if I'm overstepping, but I feel like that there may create in you like some some convoluted or or like complicated emotions around that. Um, I definitely think about that as a songwriter. I'm like, there are songs that I've written and recorded that I've never played live, and I'm like, it feels almost like um, there's a a line from a movie about being constipated in your soul, and yeah. <laughs> that feels appropriate. Like, yeah, yeah. like almost, yeah. Not to not to be gross, but like creative constipation almost when mm-hmm. when you're not able to express or share that specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thing. like that song doesn't have as much dimensionality as like other songs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like, uh, yeah, I totally I totally get that. I I feel like I was I feel like just making a record was allowing me to express it or allowing us to express express it. So that right. so feels good in that sense maybe it's just half a dump you know i don't know right right. exactly it's (laughs) like halfway there like you're you're most of the way there there's a whole ton of record a whole ton of songs that have happened after like i've probably written more songs after being after releasing music that have just been like therapy that i mean I, i know i have i've written more songs than i've ever written in those 10 years of being in bleach like since in the last 20 i've written like I went through a divorce and it was like, dude, I mean, I, I probably had, mm. I probably have 50, you know, right? Yeah, wow. yeah. that have never seen the light of day. Maybe one day, you know, I'll record sure. something, but, but that doesn't matter. It's no, it doesn't matter. Like they did what they, yeah, yeah, they did. They were able to do what they did. So, right. Yeah. I, I think personally, I'm just so fascinated with the complete bucking of the trend of like mm-hmm. most people, and with the farewell tour, and, yeah. and but but you know what? I think it goes back to the to the tinkering thing, like yeah, and 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 to your ethos of of 
What are you? you gonna, know, what am I going like, to do now? Like, yeah, yeah, right, like, yeah. like, what? What am I supposed to and, do with my life? And it feels yeah, like yeah. you know, totally. at, at the risk of, of of showing my hand, because you know, when we cover albums, we always give a final flop or bop verdict. I I thought this was a really beautiful postscript almost for like what mm. this band was. And I think because of like how, how different the whole process was, I was like, it's like when you watch a movie that you just love and, and you just want more of you like, like you want a sequel yeah. and you know, you're not going to get it, <laughs> but you're also okay with it just existing you know like yep. and As you're just so happy yeah. yeah and there's this sometimes you'd rather not have a sequel right know? yeah right. there's exactly. bands that i'd rather more. i wish they would yeah. have made any more records it's like, dude right. like <laughs> like we didn't need arrested development season four like just let things exactly. be what they are <laughs> no. like yeah, let the you. things that we love end on their terms yeah right right and i i just i think that's awesome no yeah i think i think we bucked the system in this record like we did this record for a couple of reasons. One is because like those dudes in that band, like this does not happen in every band, but they are my brothers. Mm-hmm. Like I love those dudes. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're my best friends. Mm-hmm. And so wow. one is like most bands break up because they can't get along or because, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, all kinds of other reasons, you know? So that's why we did a farewell tour. That's why we did a, right. a last record. Literally this record it was me that was the one that said, Hey, you know, I think it's time. And that's because I was, mm. I was dealing with stuff at home. I had a, you know, like I needed to take care of my marriage, not because there was anything crazy that was, it was just being on the road all the time, right. you know? So yeah, it was right. like, it's like, you're married to somebody that you're not really, right. you don't ever see, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there were things there that I had to, I felt like I was I needed to do, which is the hardest decision in my life. I remember we did we we're doing the Five Iron Frenzy uh, farewell tour, which their farewell didn't last very long either. But, yeah. or it lasted a while, but <laughs> we did their we like about uh, that. <laughs> Winners Never Quit tour. It was us, uh, them. I'm trying to remember who else was on it. Squad Five. I think Squad Five. Oh my! Nice. No, I can't remember who was on that tour. But anyway, during that tour. Uh, a band called Holland was on that tour, which they oh, did a couple Holland. tours with. Us. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> those are those are, and that's another band that like those guys are. I haven't talked to them in years, but I feel like I could pick up and be best buds with them. They were. Really they came to yeah. They came to Bleach shows in Texas all the time. So nice. Anyway, uh, yeah. Where are they from? Uh, they're from Texas. I think they're from okay, yeah. Tyler, Texas. Okay. Or somewhere yeah, around there. Bros yeah, yeah. um, with Isley. Probably. Yep. Yeah. Probably. Yep. So anyway, I but all I had to say, like we're like I remember being on that tour and just being like knowing actually I talked to Josiah from that band and it was like he was like the only one I told, but I was like, dude, I don't know if I can do this much longer because like mm. I won't have a marriage I won't I won't be married anymore. Right. And right. so so that's kinda how that and then and then we can make a record at home. That's not so much being away and right. Yeah. About and and my marriage did, did keep us together for about another seven years, and then <laughs> it was just inevitable. So yeah. I guess, but um, yeah. So that being said, that's yeah. Before you jumped on, Davey, we were—I don't know how 
it came up, but we we were talking about Mike Sure shows like Parks and Rec and in The Good Place and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and one of, and I think I'm I'm reminded of it because of this very like humanist perspective that you have, uh, and mm. th- and that that resonates with me. And and I'm always trying to turn this show into a pop culture always movie. <laughs> TV podcast, but let's go. But but the thing that 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 we all agreed upon with all of his shows is that regardless of what happened in the middle, they start strong and stick the landing. And mm-hmm. I will yeah. say for this record that we're about to get into, I promise we're about to get into it. <laughs> so much. I I know. I know. It's hard. We there's so much to talk about before we even get into it. <laughs> I know. It. I know. <laughs> uh, I feel like this stuck the landing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I, Thank you. I, you know, it 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 felt it felt right. So yeah, yeah. the whole thing felt important to me. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the, being in Bleach, you know, and it still right. does. Uh, so I think that's a big part of it. Was we wanted we wanted to end well, so that makes me feel good. Thanks yeah. for yeah. that. Yeah, I think it, okay. So without further ado, um, I'm going to say this for the podcast edit. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we are going to deep dive into 2005's Farewell Old Friends by the band Bleach. I want to talk to y'all for a minute about an album that came out this year. Galen, we never talk for a minute, first of all, or about <laughs> albums ever. So I don't know what you're on about. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Not the well, place for okay. that. I'm a little bit mad. Uh-oh. I'm very mad at Gaslight Anthem. For being a band that I wrote off in 2009, releasing in 2023, what could potentially be my favorite album of the year. You're you're mad at them for that? Well, yeah. Who else am I going to be mad at? <laughs> I think it's a reasonable thing to be upset about, you know? Yeah. I feel like maybe Pretty doing normal. some work to like, you know, process your own self-loathing might help, but like you can also be mad at them about it. That's I'm mostly mad at, mad at them. Uh, history <laughs> books is so good. Okay, I have texted both of y'all individually. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't respond to that. No, very, you didn't. Very well. And I was I was really mad about it. Because this album's so That's good. Me. Yeah, I need to listen to it. Yeah. Well, I first texted Josh. I listened to this record because of you, indirectly. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Because? Because they have a song... That features Mr. Manager himself, Bruce Springsteen. The boss. <laughs> no way. Yeah. And it's That's really rad. good. Amazing. And so I decided to listen to the rest of the record. And I love it. You're it's welcome. so good. Wow. My <laughs> fandom of The Boss brought you into potentially your favorite record of the Indirectly. Year. Yeah. That. That's Thanks, wild, Bruce. right? Okay. I so maybe it. then your love of The Boss influenced my listening to this record which could potentially influence someone listening to this record and then potentially buying it to have in their own home from colliderecords.com they have this album available it's available for any regular joe like you or me to purchase mm-hmm. <laughs> my name is tj but yeah close yeah. enough and they got uh, a pink vinyl which looks pretty what? good that's, that's pretty cool. rad and if you want to get this album and okay Here's the deal. By the end of the year, I need someone to convince me, yes or no, is this the best album of the year? And the only way to do that is to listen to it on vinyl and then message me. So buy 
history books by the Gaslight Anthem and tell me whether it's good or bad. Because I don't know. I've gotten a lot of conflicting opinions. If you buy it from CollideRecords.com, type in promo code CHURCHHIMSNOW at checkout. You can get it for 20% off. Sick. So save that 20% monetary value that you got and expend (laughs) 20 more percent emotional energy in convincing me that this is the best record of the year. Sounds fun. That's a I like great, the homework. Yeah, that right. seems like a good deal, right? I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that math checks out. Twenty percent saved to twenty percent energy expended. Yeah, exactly, it works out great. Don't All right, that. sweet. Let's get back to the show, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Guess what? It's a new year. Yeah, what year is it? Twenty twenty four, man. And you know what that means? They're gonna bring back the show twenty four. That'd be great. That'd be a more than appropriate time yeah. for you, so 20, t- 20, 20 times over. Dude, 20, season 20 of 24. This is yeah. already... God, I'm, Paul, you're getting what you pay for. Uh, <laughs> guys, we have a new sponsor this year. Officially part of the CJN Extended Universe. Ooh, I like that. Uh, is none other than Small Step Records. Woo! Let's go. Hey-o. Yeah, so can we just talk about who Small Step is? I would love to know more about them. They're specifically like a punk, emo kind of alternative record label that's specifically faith-based, and they're a nonprofit too, which is like super rad. I do want people to know that the song they've been hearing underneath this ad is a recent release from one of their artists, Names Without Numbers, and the song is Winter Wars. So if you like this and songs that sound like this, you should check out specifically Names Without Numbers and the rest of the roster of Small Step Records. You can actually go to smallsteprecords.com and they have a store uh, where you can buy merchandise. Yeah, if I wanted to get some, how would I How would I do that? Well, you just use your fingers. Use those fingers, Josh. Okay. Just, can do. I've learned how to do that from this show and you these just ads. Use your fingers, Thank you, you go to smallsteprecords.com. Okay. okay, good so far. You go to the store, you find something you like, you find a band you like, maybe you purchase a CD. Uh, they also have a compilation. They have two compilation CDs, which are oh, really good. So cool. if you don't know where to start, that's like a great place to start. It gets you a little bit of everything, you know? I do recommend the compilation CDs. Good yeah, place to start. They are very good. If you use the promo code CHURCHJAMS now, you'll get 20% off. Your purchase, any purchase you make in the store. And the coolest thing is since they're a nonprofit, all their profits go specifically towards supporting the artists. That's very cool. You know, all all the, you know, basically everything is going towards merchandise production and, you know, covering costs for recording music and all this stuff. Like it's, it's like, it's a really cool, rad vibe, like a nonprofit Christian punk rock music label is like yeah uh-huh. like that's a no-brainer who wouldn't want to support that you should if you like this show then it's like yeah these are your people once again go to smallsteprecords.com use the promo code church now for 20 percent off your first purchase and thank you so much small step records for joining the cjn extended universe in 2024 the international label that you are <laughs>